Hey guys, Pie Guy Rules here with Monsters Review. And uh, today we're going to do something different. Today we have a podcast, uh, the podcast. Now, as you can tell from the title, uh, this is the Reboot Revival Rehash Cast. And, you know, I think the reason why we're calling it that is because we just rehash everything. Like, our channels are not original. Not <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but, no, t tell them kind of where we came up with this idea. All right. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but podcasting is a pretty common thing on the internet. And I, I do enough discussions anyway. Uh, so, and, and basically, you had um, something called uh, Cartoon Fridays, right? Yep. And you would live stream every week. And... You kind of had that was basically like a podcast, and a right. long, long time ago, I attempted to do a podcast called the Podcast. I can't even remember if any episodes actually ever came out. I think it was on my <laughs> my now defunct website, um, but uh, but yeah. So we both kind of like have done that before. So this this is essentially like a reboot of our existing podcast, but also uh, a common thread amongst both our channels, amongst most animation channels, uh, cartoon channels, is talking about like reboots and revivals and rehashes and right. reunions and remakes like the reason why that stuff gets brought up a lot is just because it tends to all it tends to be some of the worst stuff out there and it's also like it's connected to stuff that we love mm -hmm. you know like as as i get older i'm i'm less and less interested in like new cartoons generally like just it, it kind of has to really wow me to get me into it like something like clarence or craig of the creek it's like Maybe I'll check out an episode or two, and okay, it's okay, but, like, it doesn't really hook me, um, or, or I'm not really that interested or, or thrilled to talk about it, but, like, a reboot is connected to something I already know, and so right. it makes me want to talk about it a lot. I, I don't know. Are you the same way? Yeah, and especially in a time like now, uh, especially in the 2010s, there's been such a boom with nostalgic things, especially from the 90s, so we've been seeing so much more of that, and reboots and revivals and what have you have become so much more prevalent that it just feels like it's the appropriate time to talk about that stuff yeah so since since it's something we talk about a lot um and since i do discussions a lot you did a lot of live streams and stuff we, right. we came up with this podcast uh so half of it is going to be just your normal podcast stuff we're gonna do just some casual chatting about what we've been up to some episodes of stuff we've watched in the past week or so uh talk a little bit about some news maybe answer some viewer questions and then the second half of this podcast, the main gimmick behind it, the thing that's going to hopefully set us apart from just every other podcast out there, is every week we are going to pick a franchise and review and discuss an episode from uh, the original incarnation and compare it to a reboot or revival or sequel series or maybe even just like a much later season episode so uh, if you ever seen like my series where i do bottom of the bakery and bizarro bakery kind of like the same sort of idea um but we're gonna open it up we're gonna start out focusing mostly on reboots so you'll have stuff like powerpuff girls versus powerpuff girls 2016 ben 10 versus ben 10 2017 2016 yeah. whatever whatever you call <laughs> it i don't uh teen titans teen titans go uh, simple stuff like that, and then uh, going forward, we'll maybe we'll get a little more creative with it. But we'll we'll pick two episodes and kind of compare them, contrast them, discuss it uh, in the second half of the show. So that's kind of the gimmick. We're 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 half like your normal average podcast, and we're half this uh, hopefully interesting idea and in just kind of comparing and contrasting reboots. I know I know other people have kind of done some of this stuff. It's just 
it's always really interesting, you know? Because, right. like, th- that's the thing. When you compare, you know, if I were to compare SpongeBob to, like, Uncle Grandpa or, like, something mm-hmm. like that, uh, obviously you can make comparisons, but it's kind of hard to, I don't like, it. it, it you can really point have to out, pick and choose. Yeah, like you have to be very careful about how you compare it, and it's it's you'll always get people that are like, "Well, that's not a fair comparison" or whatever. But when you have two, when you have something that is ostensibly like very very similar, like down to the characters, down to the name of the show, down to the appearance and and writing style or whatever, and only one thing is different, like let's say the writing style is different or the animation style and the writing style or whatever. It's a it's a very easy comparison, and you can kind of really drill down and look at two similar things. And if you can point out what you don't like about one or that you like about the other, you can kind of boil away all the other all the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the cat that's the podcast. It's it's called the uh, the reboot revival rehash cast, but for short, we'll just call it the recast. So yeah. Yep. Hashtag recast. <laughs> Hashtag promote that stuff. Hashtag rehash. Um, <laughs> uh, so we are going to start off. Oh, and uh, one more thing is just that usually most weeks we're going to have a guest with us. And usually we'll pick a guest that is an expert or familiar with the franchise that we're talking about. Uh, but this week we don't have a guest. And not all weeks, you know, because getting a guest every week is hard. Right. We, I, I, we don't want to force it. And we also don't want people to get... We don't want you to get confused if we have like a third guest on, or if we have a guest on now and you're all, you guys really like them and you're like, wow, they should be hosting the podcast. It would just make <laughs> us feel bad. So, right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the first thing we're going to talk about here is just kind of some stuff we watched at the past week and videos we're working on. If you want to kick us off with that. Yeah. So um, in terms of just stuff that I watched recently, I saw the new Mission Impossible last week, but I mean, that's not really important. I, I I haven't really seen too many cartoons in the past few weeks because, as I've plugged many many times on my Twitter on on our, uh, our on our most recent video together, uh, I've been working on a review of Planet Sheen, the spinoff of Jimmy Neutron, and I mean I don't think it takes someone that uh, to to be an expert on cartoons to know that it's a really really bad show, and it just made me miserable uh, because I watched the entire series and I, I just felt burnt out. But uh, recently, I did pop in the DVD of Mad, and uh, the, the the 2011 series, and it, it basically uh, it it's like Robot Chicken for kids, and I watched an episode of that, and I really liked it. What was your favorite bit in the episode? So I watched one, and it was uh, called Ugly, and it's uh it's like a plan words of Glee, like the the singing show, but. Uh, one bit that I loved that they kept bringing back in that show was like they would try to do these elaborate things, but the principal kept barging in and saying that they didn't have enough money and they kept having budget cuts. So <laughs> like, so they'd start this extravagant thing, but then the principal would pop in like, we don't have enough money in the budget for that. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah. And I, I, I really don't think um, a lot of people remember that series often. Like, you know, I, I obviously spend a lot of time looking back at, how other people are are talking about cartoons and nostalgic things and cartoons of the past, but I really don't see too many people talk about this cartoon. So, yeah, I have it on DVD, and uh, it was cool revisiting it. I didn't even know they made a DVD. Was it? It's just like a random episodes. No, it's uh, it's season one, part one, but they I think they have a season one, part two as well. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mad was a show that I did 
I did review, and I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't think it was, you know, it's it's kind of like disposable entertainment. When you, when you do sketch-based right. stuff, it's typically not going to be the sort of thing that is going to be funny time and time again. Um, very rare sketches are. But if it can make you laugh and surprise you the first time, that's kind of the value in those shows. That's probably right. why the show didn't get too much rerun time on Cartoon Network after it was over. But it was one of those shows that did fall into that, like, just post-Adventure Time and regular show window that, like, 2011, 2012, um, had a rebranding of Cartoon Network. And it doesn't it, – it didn't really fit too much with what the, what the network was doing, and it really doesn't fit now. Although, like, Cartoon Network tried also around that time – Incredible Crew, was it called? That's yeah. another skip-based thing, but it's very different. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of tough to have just, like, one of those shows without having – maybe something to pair it with or like a good, a good lineup with it. I think it aired on like har har Thursdays, <laughs> I think was the stupid block that they were calling it at the time. Uh, but yeah, no, that's cool. yeah. Like, uh, I, I really do think that more people should kind of go back and look at it because yeah, it's kid friendly, but it still manages to, to be funny and clever and incorporate a lot of really obscure pop culture references. And the thing is the episodes are short, but, uh, they have like multiple skets or sketches in each episode, so it's very fast paced as well. And there's a lot of really weird things that they do. Uh, occasionally, they'll use a lot of gross out humor. Like I remember, uh, there was one episode where there was just like this teenage kid that had a ton of acne, and he was standing in front of a mirror, and he like he popped mm. a zit, and just like like stuff started ex- like pouring out of it, and like he basically flooded his bathroom with that with those juices i guess that's a weird word to use this, i'm sure this sounds way worse describing yeah it. no but it was yeah uh, so so they do do a, a, a lot of weird things but yeah matt's cool yeah uh and of course if you google it or whatever th- there was like an adult sketch show called mad tv and of course it's yeah. based on an old co- uh, comic book uh an old magazine uh comedy magazine so we're talking specifically about the cartoon network show mad yeah um all right so Okay, so as you mentioned, we did a discussion uh, fairly recently about the Teen Titans movie, Trouble in Tokyo. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a joke. Like, yes, the mislead was there. I released it on the same day that that the Teen Titans Go movie came out. But like, if you know anything about me, I'm nothing but a stickler for my titles. Uh, so just titling it Teen Titans movie uh, should have been enough of a tell. But it I, like. Some people seem to get upset, and I, I'm sure, like, I'm kind of overreacting a little bit, but, like, because uh, the upvote to downvote ratio is still way upvotes. But, right. um, but yeah, I mean, we intended to do it just kind of as a little lighthearted joke. A lot of more serious stuff has been happening on my channel, and <laughs> we wanted to kind of take it back uh, and take a look at, at something that neither of us had seen in ages. And, and yeah. you know, I've I've always kind of tried to use Teen Titans Go as a springboard to talk about the original teen titans if nothing else good can come out of that show um as teen titans go very often uses the original teen titans as a springboard like they did in their movie which i won't say the spoiler but it's there um so anyway uh we did that discussion and since then <laughs> i've 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 been re-watching teen titans and i've mentioned this in so many videos recently i've made but uh it's true i've, I've just been like rewatching through it i i just today finished Finished it, all five seasons. I didn't rewatch really Trouble in Tokyo. 
um because that's not on Cartoon Network's website. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw it, and I mean, hey, maybe there's a reason why I've been watching through Teen Titans. Maybe there's maybe there's a reason why I keep mentioning it in my videos. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Uh, but I did want to mention something that we kind of talked about, like very briefly in Trouble in Tokyo, at, at least in the in the intro segment of that discussion where we we're mm -hmm. being misleading. Uh, the episode <laughs> things change. The last episode of the show. Yep. This one gets a lot of ire, uh, and like. <laughs> Like, there's been theories and there's been stuff said about, like, why the creators did it. I believe the official explanation is that it was not meant to be a cliffhanger. That it was a statement about how open-ended life is and you don't always get answers. Right. Uh, and I think, like, the cool thing about that episode is that a lot of episodes that are, like, bad or controversial are... They're just, like, like they're not funny or they're really stupid or, like, they do something. Things Change isn't liked because it attempts, and I'll say attempts... To do something more mature than a lot of kids shows, a lot of teen shows, a lot of superhero shows would do in in intentionally giving you a an unsatisfying conclusion. Um, I, I, I don't want to get too much into it because I'll probably be talking about this episode at some point in the future again. But um, it's interesting. I, I, I like Tara, uh, Tara because as a character, she ultimately doesn't get a happy ending necessarily like things change mm -hmm. is kind of a happy ending for her if you prescribe that that is her um i i'm pretty sure it's her that she moves ice in the episode which is kind of a rock i guess <laughs> um but like uh you know she she doesn't just get like a happy ending where she goes off with the titans and whatever or like she does her time in jail and then and then she goes off with the titans or whatever it's um you know for a long time it's presumed not even dead because i mean hey dead characters come back in that show but uh, just left in limbo, like like her character was in that gray area. She her fate is in that gray area, um, and I like that. I like. I mean, her honestly, I'll say that her character is kind of a cooler version of Lapis from Steven Universe, and that Lapis ultimately gets a happy, well, presumably gets a happy ending at this point. Um, she gets redeemed. She gets saved. She gets helped. Uh, Tara doesn't. Tara is. And even in this episode, it just really plays with it. It's like we don't even get a confirmation that it is her. It's it's assumed so, and I'm pretty sure it's her. But like, I don't know. It's complex. It's interesting. It's different. And um, I I would say my biggest gripe with it, uh, and I do want to watch it again, and I do kind of want to, um, like I said, I want to give it its own time uh, to discuss it. But I wanted to bring it up because we we talked a little bit shade on it. Um, Ah, uh, but just I think the thing that gets me is is the part with so like there's a whole part with Beast Boy and Terra, uh, and he's he's trying to get to her and she won't even admit that she's Terra. We don't even find out what she what name she's going by or who she's living with or what what she's doing. She could still be under Slade's control for all we know. Uh, a robot Slade does show up in the episode. But what what gets me more is just the other plot, the plot with the Titans fighting this monster that can transform into any uh, element. It's kind of it's kind of like Kevin Eleven. Uh, from Ben 10 and they leave that really open-ended and that's kind of what's annoying because like the terror thing I get it like that's the point of her character is ultimately that you know what you don't always get a happy ending you don't always get confirmation that someone is okay like you, you don't you know sometimes people just drift out of your life and that's that uh, that's really mature and that's really tough and that's part of what things change or that's mostly what things change is about but at the same time, the Titans fighting this monster that they don't end up defeating or losing to. It's just left in limbo, and it's like the story goes on stuff, and that's just annoying. Honestly, right. it's just it's just left hanging. Um, you know, the Terra stuff had a point. That served its point as a metaphor, but, like, I feel like 
honestly, even if that monster had, like, thrashed the Titans in a final battle and that's the last we see of the Teen Titans, like, you know, their fate hangs in the balance or something like that, that would probably be better than just kind of this, like, Robin calls Beast Boy to come help them and he, Beast Boy leaves to do that. Um, right. And I, and I think that aggravates the uh, the outcry for a season six, too, because, I mean, the show had a, a decent run of five seasons yeah. in a movie. So I think that maybe if there was a, a bit more of a... Uh, 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 a conclusion that offered more closure and resolution, then maybe it, it wouldn't be as massive. But there's so many people that are still rallying for a season six, and maybe that's just because the the finale was so open ended. I mean, I guess. But to be fair, the episode right before it tightens together. Um, th- I mean, that's a pretty solid conclusion. Yeah. Which brings back every hero, every teen hero, pretty much in the series. Uh, and like pretty much every villain in the series. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah. But anyway, um, it's an interesting episode. I will give it that. I'm, like, I, I, I'm still kind of unsure of where I fall on it. But I don't think it's an episode that should be just kind of tossed aside and been like, well, this is a bad episode or this was a dumb episode, like I've done in the past. I, I don't think that's being fair to, um, a, a pretty complex episode. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I've got. Um, ready to move on to news? Sure. All right, so we have uh, selected one news article this week, and it's from Cartoon Brew. There'll be a link down in the description. And basically, this article, um, there's kind of like two things to it. It's uh, talking a little bit about Disney's new streaming service, which we've heard just like, (laughs) we just keep hearing. We know it's (laughs) coming. Um, And also just kind of like some of the stuff that's going to be on it. The the most uh, interesting, I mean, so they say Star Wars The Clone Wars. Is going to have a new season on it. That was announced at Comic-Con. We, we kind of knew that, but right. that's still kind of interesting. Um, uh, Lady and the Tramp is getting a live-action movie that's going to be on there. And it's like, okay, well, you know, there's so many classic Disney movies that have gotten live-action adaptations. It's not really surprising. What surprises me is Monsters, Inc. is going to be getting a TV show? Yeah, what? what? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, to give background, Pixar... Pixar did uh, – well, the Pixar didn't do, but uh, a spinoff of a Pixar movie is Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, but that was not the buzz from Toy Story. It was the character Buzz Lightyear from Buzz Lightyear of Star yeah, Command. like the like fictional the, buzz. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of far-ish removed. It was like a, a little wink-wink way of making an animated series without having to do CG or whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, that's – that's I don't know I I mean it it could be cool like there's definitely potential in the Monsters Inc universe to do things but like it just raises a lot of questions about like well is is it going to be artistically held up I mean I don't know does does Pixar like when we already live in a world with planes spin-off movies like <laughs> um you know I mean do we just have to accept that this is just the world we live in where these weird offshoots are going to happen and they might be good they might be horrendously bad um i mean it doesn't really affect the main things but it's still kind of always associated with it now right and i feel like with monsters inc um it's such a vibrant world and the world itself is kind of built around the monsters and i think some of that disappeared with monsters university which obviously came after even though it's a prequel so i'm curious to see if this is going to be cg and where they're going to take it. Mm. Yeah, that's probably my biggest question is is it is it going to be like uh like I could see it either being I mean, here's the thing, if it's CG, it's not going to look anywhere near as good like Sully isn't going to look good. 
Um, or I mean, yeah. still they might look good, but like it, the comparison is always just gonna be there of like, well, here's each individual fur animated, and then here's, <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know, you put a blur field over it and call it a day. Um, but like they could also do it like. I don't know why I'm drawing this comparison, but have you ever seen a trailer or anything for, like, the DreamWorks uh, home animated series? Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know why they made an animated series out of a movie that no one really cared about, but <laughs> they did, um, where it's just kind of this kind of stylized animation. Like, I could maybe see Monsters, Inc. going with something like that, where it's uh, this 2D animation that, um, I don't know, is kind of really vibrant, like, reflects the style and tone of the the CG, but isn't just like a one to one translation necessarily. Yeah. Um, you know, like like Mike might have like slightly different spikes or so, like you, you know what I mean. Like, um, takes a little artistic license. I think maybe that would be the way to go. Honestly, well, that's um, the question too. Is it going to be around Mike and Sully, or is it going to be completely new monsters that they focus on? Oh, it's just going to be about Boo living her normal life, <laughs> wishing she could go back to the monster world. Yeah. Um. That's she's a like, good question. People think she's schizophrenic because she keeps thinking that there's people behind her door, but like she's just like an adult. <laughs> she just has like PTSD nightmares about yeah. the giant monsters. There's people. There's people. No, there's not. No, there's not. Um. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, I don't want to talk down on it before we've seen anything. Uh, it's just, it's definitely a, a it's it's an unknown quantity. I guess we've never seen. Outside of Buzz Lightyear's Star Command, we've never seen a Pixar spin. And, I mean, that's, like, we're talking 15 years ago now, anyway, um, with Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Um, and why Monsters, Inc., I wonder, is the thing. At least why – is this going to be an initiative where it is a lot of – because, I mean, you know, you go back 10 years and every Disney movie has a TV show based on it. Lilo and Stitch mm -hmm. the series, uh, Emperor's New School. Uh, Tangled. Little – yeah – Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I guess Tangled. That's not an old example. It's a current <laughs> example, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Um. You know, Disney has always done this, but Pixar was the exception. So, is this going to be the start of a new initiative where they are we going to see it, uh, a Bug's Life the series? <laughs> probably not. Um. That'd be cool. I more likely probably Cars the series. Uh, yeah. I mean, they already did the shorts, I guess, and probably oh, the Cars. Major tells. Yeah. Cars would probably be the one that you could scale down the animation and still have it look decent mm -hmm. i guess uh yeah but yeah i don't know it, it, this could either be the start of it or it could just be that you know what someone at pixar or disney has a vision and decided that monsters inc is going to be the best that's the best one to tell it i mean monsters inc is supremely popular i'm i'm just i'm glad it's not finding nemo i know i know i'm weird but it's just like i don't want i it's even finding dory which i'm i'm kind of like well it doesn't have an artistic reason to exist but it's still good in its own you know it's still good it's just very similar to the first one blah 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 um I, just to, to open up the floodgates and give us tons and tons of finding content or whatever i feel like would really kind of cheapen the spectacle of it and sure. I, I don't know um but yeah no it's definitely something to keep an eye on uh so in other news about the service uh, it'll initially be under ten dollars they say lower than Netflix, which is – Yeah, I, I pay extra for Netflix too because I have 4K. <laughs> oh, so, oh. Yeah, wow. mine's like 15 bucks a month, but like that's that's actually pretty good. And uh, with what you said about um, Star Wars The Clone Wars, the, the revival season coming to it, I'm mm -hmm. probably going to get the, the service just because of that. But still, I mean, that's, I think it's a reasonable price. I don't know how big their library is going to be, especially now that they're buying Fox. Well – 
yeah, and that's that's the next bit of news. But um, but yeah, no, I like, I'm I'm okay with this. Like, the, okay, so the streaming bubble, like you know, everyone keeps talking about streaming services, streaming services. Um, we won't mention a certain streaming service, <laughs> but uh, um, have uh, I'm looking at you, Crunchyroll. No, um. <laughs> But, like, you know, everyone talks about, oh, there's too many. People aren't going to want to subscribe. It's just basically going to be cable again. And that is that is true. Like, I don't think it's unfounded to think that. But I do also think that, like, the thing that sets streaming services apart from cable or just a TV package is that um, it's more a la carte. Like, it's it's where, you know, it's it's a smaller – well, it's not really a smaller sl- – I guess it kind of is versus, like, 60 channels versus just a set amount of content. Um, right. It's a smaller selection. and But it's also, like – you can do different things. You could, like Hulu for a while was where it was free, but with ads. You could do that. You know, a streaming service could do that, and then you don't have to worry about the the money, um, you know, is someone going to want to pay to subscribe to extra service? They could do something like Amazon, where it's packaged into a bigger service, uh, you know, the video content, which is bundled. So I do think that um, there's only going to be so much room for streaming services success in terms of like a base model of like everyone charges $10 and whatever. But I, I also think that if if these uh, companies are clever, there are ways around it. And also, um, you know, no contract, which most of these go by is, is a really good thing. I could subscribe to this for one month, uh, subscribe to Netflix the next month, Hulu the next month, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, granted, you know, you got to remember to cancel it or they'll charge you and stuff, but just, I, I do think that, um, I don't know. I guess a lot of the doom and gloom is predicated on the idea that it's going to become cable again, which I'm not so sure. Um, but Disney's, Disney's is the one I'm most looking forward to because honestly, like if Disney really opens the floodgates, that's a lot of, it's not just a lot of content. It's a lot of really good content. Like, Okay, sure, they could throw up, like, years and years of really terrible Disney Channel uh, live-action shows. <laughs> but, but I mean, think of how many classic movies could be on there. Think of uh, how many great shows. Yeah, like, you know, the Star Wars TV shows. Um, well, that, that that's an interesting point, too, because the way that they've kind of been uh, regulating supply and demand with their, their home releases, with their DVDs and Blu-rays, has been through the Disney Vault. So, like, they'll, they'll release blu-rays and dvds of a certain classic disney movie for a time and then they'll say oh it's going into the disney vault so you better buy it before we don't or before we stop selling it and then you know they keep doing that so i wonder if that's Mm. just kind of going to be eliminated with the streaming service and especially too like i don't know if you've ever looked at disney dvd prices but they're fairly expensive compared to just other ordinary dvds and blu-rays so I'm surprised that they're also having this solo. Maybe because they're anticipating on so many people subscribing to it at the beginning. Well, I mean that's the thing. Either either this will do away with this Disney Vault, so to speak. They'll open the floodgates, or this is going to be the new in- incarnation of the Disney Vault, where you know, hey, watch, you know, subscribe and watch the Jungle Book now before we don't have it on our service for another ten years. Right. Like they could do that. I I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I, definitely Disney is one to keep keep its eye on because i mean it's not it's not just some random dinky service with you know like a small amount of con like it's disney theoretically they could have everything from marvel movie you know all the marvel movies to all the you know um star wars movies to all the classic disney movies to the live action disney sitcoms to the animated disney tv shows like they could do they could open up the floodgates immensely um if they choose to and it's uh, it's going to be super universal because they also said that it's not going to have rated R content, which 
which yes. provides a bit of an edge for Netflix and Hulu because they do have rated R content that people are going to seek out those services particularly for. But uh, but no, I mean, I think that'll make it so that, uh, you know, the Star Wars series are going to be PG-13. There's not going to be too much violence. So, uh, yeah, I mean, people don't have to kind of separate borders between having like a, a kid's version or, you know, maybe they will too and yeah. integrate their Disney Junior thing into it. Are you, are you telling me that Disney is going to make family-friendly content? Uh, yes. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. That, that is I, I what mean, I'm telling you. I don't, I don't want to get into things, but that is kind of, I mean, <laughs> the, it, Disney's not going to have rated R content. And I mean, the, even like the, I doubt they'll have that many things that are like PG 13, if any, if maybe they decide they don't have that either, uh, outside of maybe like star Wars. Um, you know, so that, that if Disney can kind of do that, that, that would be a very, very popular family friendly streaming service. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, as you're saying, just another thing is just that, yeah, Simpsons family guy, that sort of stuff. Uh, are most likely going to remain on Hulu, which Dis- which Disney owns a part of, of course. Um, but I think that's I think that makes sense. Like that's a differential that makes sense, right? Like usually when you know, um, I, I and actually I know this today because I've been looking into. I need to get a um, uh, an on like I need to get a TV service, but I want to do an online one. So I was actually looking at all of them today, like YouTube TV, Hulu's got one, um, Sling TV, mm-hmm. PlayStation View, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like. Um, you know, a lot of times it looks like the channels are split up really arbitrarily, right? Like, just like, mm-hmm. hey, we know people like this one, so we're just going to lock it behind a paywall. But yeah. in this case of, like, saying, well, you know what? This is a specific style of content that is more adult and more um, just kind of like a specific style that isn't usually associated with Disney. So we're not going to associate it with Disney. Here's – you want that? You get Hulu. That that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. And, I mean, Dis- Disney could be very clever. Disney could mo- – a Marvel streaming service where, where it's, let's say it's a $2, $3 add on to the Disney service, right? If you have the Disney streaming service, it's only a few bucks more. And then you get every Disney, every, sorry, every uh, Marvel cinematic universe movie, because here's the thing. Um, there's getting to be like, you know, 25 ish of them. So people are going to need a way to see these movies, right? The latest ones are on Netflix, but they don't stay on Netflix. So, um, you know, even just throwing only those movies on there, uh, you'd probably still see a decent amount of people subscribing for that. But if you throw in, um, you know, maybe like Deadpool and non-Marvel cinematic, but still Marvel movies, you do that sort of thing. Maybe you have the cartoons. I don't know if they do that because I don't know how much they really want to blend like the adult and the kids or whatever. Yeah. But that's just like one option that you could do and that would get them more money. And that makes sense to splinter it off in that way versus just having an arbitrary split. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That that that's actually probably what they might do because you know Disney and they they usually charge for a lot of their home media stuff. So yep. maybe they're having it so cheap because they're only going to have a limited selection, and then you'll have to pay for add-ons. Yeah, and like I said, I'd do it as long as it's it's cheap enough and there's enough content on the add-ons. The- theoretically, like, <laughs> um, I, I know this is kind of like dystopian here, but theoretically, I could cancel Hulu and Netflix and literally only watch disney material um for my entertainment not for my youtube channel obviously but just like for my own entertainment if they opened up the floodgates enough uh, there's enough disney stuff between marvel between um you know the animated movies between the animated cartoons between all that stuff yeah yeah there's enough uh that disney owns now 
that I could be comfortable watching, or maybe not me, I guess not me, but, like, your average viewer, that's enough content that that's all they'd ever really need in life. And, again, that's really scary that you get all your entertainment from one provider. But still, um, you know, like, like realistically, if Disney opened it up, they could they could kill. They could, right. they could kill the other services or at least make it the make it the Netflix. Like, Netflix is right now the one that it's like, well, everyone has Netflix. Like, some people yeah. have Hulu. Some people have YouTube Premium. Some people have this and that. But everyone has Netflix. Netflix is, like, the base one that – you know, whatever. It, Disney could become that, right? That's if they if they're smart. And I mean, Disney's a smart company. Um, I mean, it, it was probably tough for Netflix at first because I mean, sure they had like the whole mouth, the DVD service, but like Netflix kind of had to build their own momentum. But everybody knows Disney. Like Disney is an, is a, a name brand. Everybody recognizes the 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 Mickey Mouse ears and everything. And they've been around mm-hmm. for like what a hundred years. So so there's no taking down Disney. I think, I mean, it, realistically, you could even get people, like, older people that don't know what a Netflix is. If you tell them, <laughs> no, like, if you tell them, hey, if you get this, kids will be able to watch, you know, Lady and the Tramp and whatever. Uh, you know, you'll be able to watch, I don't know why, La- Lady and the Tramp is just, the apparently that's the only Disney movie I can think of because of this news article. But, like, Cinderella, y- you know what I mean? You might be able to even breach it to people who wouldn't go for streaming services if you uh, if you play into that, that tug at those heartstrings. Yeah. All right. Um so yeah, that's that's that news. We're going to we'll try to have the news typically try to relate to some sort of reboot or or um spin-off or something like that. But on depending on how busy the news is, we might just do a random news article if there's something big or whatever. Um definitely. So um if there's any news articles or any news that comes out that you want us to cover, so and this is getting onto a bigger point. Leave it down in the comments of, like, the previous week's episode, so, like, this week's episode for next week. Uh, at a, at some point in the future, we will probably set up, like, a Discord or um, organize, like, a hashtag on Twitter or a tumb- Tumblr or something. Because, or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because um, we want viewer submissions for news. I mean, that's one of them. That's not a huge thing. We can find our own news if we need to. But the next thing we want to do is uh, every week we want to do uh, one or two viewer questions so ask some questions down there if they relate to reboots that's cool if they don't that's okay too we might still pick them um and the topic that we're going to talk about the the um the uh shows that we're going to be comparing reboot to original we want to get people's feedback we want to make this a collaborative thing where we're going to give you the name of next week's episodes and we want you to watch those episodes and have a discussion along with us. Post your thoughts in the comments and, and get ready for that. But anyway, um, that's up in a few minutes. Right now, we've got the viewer questions. Since right now, we are the only viewers of this podcast because it does <laughs> not exist before we, we upload it. Um, we each came up with a question for, I guess, ourselves to answer and, yeah. and, and each other and each other. Uh, so I guess I'll, I'll go first. So uh, my question to you is uh, what show – would you like to see come back and in what form like a reboot a revival a tv movie reboot is there any specific show <laughs> is there any specific show that you um that you want to see back as i drop my mic my mouse <laughs> i'd like to see my mouse come back for a reboot <laughs> um so i want hear me out uh, a lot of people have said this, but I'm going to rehash it. Be, re, no association intended, because 
I, I do believe that there is a lot to it. So, Codename Kids Next Door. Um, okay. But in the form of Galactic Kids Next Door, so kind of a spinoff slash revival. Um, just and and the thing is, like, I I don't believe that it could be like just as long running as the original because the original had like five or six seasons and a TV movie. So, uh, I think maybe it's worth like an extra season or two. But here's why: the creator and the cast had like a whole campaign for this to happen. Like there was this website that Mr. Warburton. This isn't, yeah, this isn't your idea. Like th- this no. is the creator of the show went around pitching this. Like yeah. this is a, an official thing. Yeah. He made animatics and he had like this whole website where you could type in codes and uh, he made these animatics uh, and brought back some of the cast to, to voice them too. So uh, he certainly hyped that up and the show clearly st- still has some relevance and popularity because right after those animatics dropped, there was a petition that was started and that, that had almost a hundred thousand signatures. Not that there's totally not a, a bunch of other petitions for whenever anybody wants anything nowadays, but um, I still believe that there's also more stories to tell, especially with how they leave us off at the finale episode operation interviews. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate because it's, it's a casualty of <laughs> Cartoon Network's reboot plans in that this wouldn't happen because they don't do action shows like this anymore. It would have to be 11 minutes, and there would have to be... I mean, all right, fair enough. Kids Next Door had a pretty heavy um, comedy component, certainly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, but, you know, the designs wouldn't be the designs that we're used to. They would be a lot more Flash-like, I guess I would say. You You know what I mean? Like, I... I'm with you. I do think that, honestly, they could probably do a good season or two of Galactic Kids Next Door, and it'd be pretty, pretty awesome. There's no way Cartoon Network's – I mean, Cartoon Network didn't go for it, and it, it just it doesn't it doesn't fit in with their business plan. And if they did take it, it wouldn't be what Mr. Warburton would want, I can guarantee. Uh, at this point, maybe in 10 years, maybe in five years, maybe once people – you know, uh, Thundercats roar come out and no one watches it or something um, – <laughs> Well, that's the thing, because Cartoon Network, uh, as you know from their reboots uh, that they've done as of recent, like Ben 10 and Powerpuff Girls, the original series sold a ton of merch, and they've done merch lines to supplement those brand new reboots. And from what I remember, Kids Next Door also had a pretty decent amount of, uh, of merch. I don't know how well it sold, Did but it? like, they, they had a, a video game, Operation Video Games, they had trading cards, they had toys, uh, yeah, they had but, all I sorts mean... of stuff. I mean, I guess the thing. I, I mean, you're not wrong. I, 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 I'm not doubting. I mean, I'm yeah. doubting, but I'm not doubting. Um, I, it's just like when I think of like marketable franchises, like the reason why Powerpuff Girls and Ben Ten kind of come out is just because like you can have plushes of the Powerpuff Girls. You can have plushes That's of the Ben Ten aliens, and it's not. It's not just like the plushes. It's like you can have figures. You can have just a whole line of products with those very simple designs. Uh, plastered over everything whereas with kid next door they did they all the stuff they definitely did have but you're not gonna find like a number one plush you know what yeah, i mean like it's you won't find it, like a wood plank gun <laughs> that they sell at stores <laughs> a two by four yeah. technology gun um yeah no uh yeah i don't know i but if, if so like if cartoon network was going with nickelodeon right now if they were doing that Oh, Kids Next Door. At least Galactic Kids Next Door would be a TV movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If yeah. Cartoon Network kind of like went that route. And maybe they will. Maybe if this, I mean, the ratings are going down and not a lot of people saw their Teen Titans go to the movie. Um, 
so I don't know. Maybe they'll pivot, or maybe they'll just completely say like, "All right, never any more reboots ever again." <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Back back in like 2014 or 2015, whenever that whole campaign happened that Mr. Warburton was doing, uh, I'm pretty sure I did read somewhere. I think it was maybe on his blog, but I think he did say that he tried pitching it to Cartoon Network, and they did say no. So, and not even if you know they just it caught their attention, and you know, because if if they really did think that that this would end up somewhere, then they would have straight up gone for it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, maybe, maybe, you know, I mean, if he did pitch it and I, I believe he did, uh, you know, maybe that'll be something that's in some executive's mind yeah. at some point in the future. And <laughs> adult swim. <laughs> Could you imagine kids next door? Adult swim? I mean, okay. Like, tell me it wouldn't be cool <laughs> to have like an adult, see the kids next door as adults like it would be i mean you you like i don't know if if written correctly if written badly that'd be like dumb fan fiction right uh but like if written correctly there's definitely like a lot of potential i mean kids next door had such great lore a- anyway um <laughs> i'll i'll be um i'll be lazy and i'll say i i, I do want teen titans to come back for season six <laughs> um yeah. Like it's you know what it it was a fine action show I after I know I've I know I've heard some things about season five people are like oh it went downhill or whatever no not really season five is different it's it's the Justice League Unlimited of the Teen Titans but um but uh, no I mean I, the show it certainly has dips in qualities here uh, quality here and there and who's to say if the people making the show would be able to make it good again I I don't know but I think. I think like I I take one season or honestly like another TV movie do do a better version of of Trouble in Tokyo, um, you know I I just it'd be cool to see more from these characters in this way, um, or the sequel series that's not Teen Titans Go but like an actual sequel series where they're adults or something I I don't know but yeah. uh, seeing as this is most likely going to happen anyway, uh, <laughs> it's yeah that's that's a that's my easy lazy answer. I'd be interested so, in seeing it, definitely. Yeah, and and DC has their streaming service because <laughs> everyone's got a streaming service. Um, that's going to be coming out, and so it's it's a prime candidate. I mean, everyone's made the videos about this. Uh, there was the thing in Teen Titans Go to the movies. There was also I think one of the people behind Teen Titans Go mentioned that like it's almost a hundred percent lock that season six is coming. Now Teen Titans Go and its creators and its people are trolls. They're awful trolls. Terrorist so I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's a guarantee of anything. But I do think that it, you know, hey, the hints are there, and it's possible. Yeah. So it 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 makes sense. It doesn't make business sense for either Cartoon Network or DC on its streaming app to to do this. Right. the The only thing I I do see though is like maybe a bit of confusion. Uh, because I mean, there already are some kids probably that like look at their TV schedule and they're huge fans of Teen Titans Go and they see teen titans maybe they well, assume that the go parts cut off they they watch and they're like wait what <laughs> you mean like if they click on a youtube video without the go yeah. part? um well we know there's gonna be a show called titans where they're dropping f-bombs so yeah. i mean i don't think that if they were afraid of brand confusion then they've already they've already <laughs> done themselves in they probably honestly they probably give a subtitle they'd probably be like teen titans rebirth or something hopefully yeah. more original than that like teen titans the return of slade teen titans mature <laughs> teen, teen titans know how to be mature adults now. <laughs> <clears throat> so what was your question uh so 
for the most part, people usually uh, have more faith and respect in revivals over reboots because revivals are more or less a continuation of what came before it. And they also, for the most part, also have the original cast and crew. But is there a reboot that you actually prefer over the original incarnation or that just generally surprised you? My Little Pony. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a brony, okay? I'm I'm really like I you know I've seen the show. I think some of the episodes are pretty neat. Uh that's about as far as it goes with me, but um but yeah, no, I mean even people that you know hate the show or hate its fans or whatever like it, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like you can't look at the original or really any other version of it and say anything but like, "Oh, okay. They made this for what they think little girls want to watch, which is just these fat, ugly-looking ponies <laughs> um, <laughs> prancing around in a flower field, like, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, it's, I, I do think that even like you know the the pretty staunch hater of haters of um, friendship is magic would would pr- rather watch that over most, if not all, other versions of My Little Pony. I don't know, there might be one obscure version that's good or whatever, but like from what I've seen of the original My Little Pony, uh, yeah, no, no, very much yeah. no. How about, how about yourself? Um, for me, this this might be an odd choice. I might consider it that, but what's new Scooby-Doo? Hey. So, like, I like Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? But it is, I mean, Scooby-Doo, to its core, is very formulaic. And uh, I thought the characters were kind of dull. Um, it's a product of its time, too. It I mean, is. There's yeah. no, you're never going to find any depth in a, in a 60s cartoon. I, That's I true. Think. And I, I, I think that kind of goes for a lot of the those Hanna-Barbera cartoons at the time. Uh, but what's new Scooby-Doo, I think, um, makes the characters feel more real, more grounded. And, uh, I think that they did a great job at adapting them to, uh, a more modern setting. Mm-hmm. And I, I really haven't seen too many other Scooby-Doo remakes beyond that. Like I did watch a little bit of Mystery Incorporated, but I don't remember it too much. And I didn't get to see the Be Cool Scooby-Doo, which looked like Family Guy, but... <laughs> Well, I've, everyone says that, but it was decently funny. It was but decent. it wasn't, yeah, from the one episode I saw. But um, <laughs> yeah, all right, that's that's a that's a that's a good pick. I I have not seen what's new Scooby Doo in probably ten years, but I watched a lot of it when I was younger. Uh, you know, it's trailers back to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's a that's an unusual pick, and and. That definitely, I didn't think about that, but that's a, that might be a candidate for for our segment coming up. We do an episode of What's New Scooby-Doo compared to the original. There's got to be some parallel episodes. Right. It's surely the Creeper yeah. has to show up at some point in some <laughs> other version of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jeepers. Am I right? <laughs> Shoinks! <laughs> uh, can't see a thing without my glasses. Um I don't know why I said that like mildly seductively, but you know, um, <laughs> can't see a thing without my glasses. <laughs> that's how that's how that's how Johnny Bravo heard it in in Ooh, that. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, we're about to start our little discussion here, and we we haven't revealed what these episodes are because uh, these are going to be interesting. But mm-hmm. uh, before we do, we wanted to announce next week's episode. So. Next week we are going to be having Shadow Streak on. All right, the you know yeah. he reviews shows mostly <laughs> one, uh, and 
if you you know he's gonna be talking about the Ben 10 reboot no um <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do a comparison of the Powerpuff Girls original episode uh Twisted Sister the one with Bunny the purple Powerpuff Girl and we're going to compare it to Blister Sister which definitely sounds very pleasant right right um and that is the third part of the Power of Four special. Now, I'm going to be watching all of the Power of Four special just for preparation for this and maybe for another video. <laughs> um, but uh, but primarily, we're going to be talking about this one episode. So if you want to see all of the Power of Four, just to get the full context of the discussion, go for it. But primarily, all you need to see is Twisted Sister from the original show and Blister Sister from Powerpuff Girls 2016. So monsters uh you mm -hmm. know when you think when you think reboots all right when when you want to when you want to launch a podcast about reboots what is the reboot that no one on this planet has ever spoken about um the new wacky races no <laughs> oh i mean uh, you're not you're not wrong not if wrong. i was being serious no yeah no the one that absolutely zero people talk about uh is teen titans go I feel like we're, this is like a Who's Line sketch here. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, Wayne Brady, sing us a song about Teen Titans Go. It um, sucks. It sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, when there's trouble, don't call them. Uh, wow. I'm <laughs> sorry, Wayne Brady. That was yeah. Uh, Mildly <laughs> offensive. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna take musical portion off the itinerary for the yeah. podcast. Uh, no, but. We're, we are comparing two Teen Titans Go epi uh, two episodes of Teen Titans, one from the original Teen Titans and one from Teen Titans Go. Now, I, true to my word, I have not seen an episode of Teen Titans Go since I did, I think, my third rant years ago. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just looking, but I, but I know from hearsay, from, from the word on the street, uh, that Teen Titans Go has made a few episodes that are heavily similar to episodes in the original, either... Uh, from my understanding, and I haven't seen them yet, but from my understanding, some of them are direct parodies that even use clips from the original show. Um, some of them are just kind of like similar plot devices from the original show. Um, uh, but, but like, you know, okay, so they do several different things. So we wanted to pick an episode that maybe is like the best comparison. And so just from the description, okay, and the title, it seemed like this is the best if we if you want to find two episodes of, of different shows uh, that are related that are as similar as possible, I think we found them. We did, yeah. So we are going to be talking about the original Teen Titans episode, Employee of the Month, and the Teen Titans Go episode, Employee of the Month Redux. Would you like to start us off by describing uh, the original episode, Employee of the Month? Sure. So... Basically, Beast Boy gets a job at a fast food restaurant to buy a moped. And meanwhile, the rest of the Teen Titans figure out why these UFOs are mysteriously taking cows from farms. Okay. And the plot of Teen Titans Go! Employee of the Month Redux is that Beast Boy gets a job at a fast food restaurant to buy a moped, while the rest of the Teen Titans figure out why UFOs are mysteriously taking cows from farms. Now... Hey, you could describe you could describe episodes like this, right? You could describe episodes that mostly have nothing to do with each other, but like the same basic plot. Right. You you could be vague, you could be misleading, you could you could say it like that. Employee of the Month Redux is a um word for word, almost like exactly word for word, uh eleven minute remake, reanimated remake of the Teen Titans episode Employee of the Month. 
Yeah. The original is 22 minutes. Yes. Um, like, there are a few minor changes, but the only, like, the big change is just that they cut out stuff from the original just to cut it down to 11 minutes. And, mm-hmm. again, this is not, they didn't take, uh, like, animation from Employee of the Month and redub it with new lines or anything. No, no, no. Um, they took the original lines, had the had the cast say them again, okay, at least for Beast Boy, because Beast Boy's voice is a little different in, <laughs> in Teen Titans Go. Um, they had them say it again, but they're all, they're the exact same lines, right? There's a few minor differences, but in, in sections, it's in exact same lines. They use the exact same jokes. They use the exact same set pieces and almost shots, even. Um, it's it's just they literally remade an episode, and I I googled it because like surely there had to be a reason for this, right? Like like this this has to be a joke, okay? Teen Titans Go is known for making it's like just over the top trolly insane jokes, but like there's no punchline. If it is a joke, it's a terrible joke. <laughs> Yeah. Because the the only thing about Employee of the Month Redux that, like, is a, is a parody or a joke on the original is that Starfire has a line at the end where she's like, it seems strangely familiar. That's it. That's the only acknowledgement. They don't I – wa- I don't know about you, but I watched this whole episode thinking – I went into it thinking like, all right, they're gonna make fun of the Teen Titans episode, or they're gonna they're gonna take it a different way. Maybe they're gonna make it 100% serious because I got news for you: the original Teen Titans had a number of really really goofy episodes, and this, this is included. one of them. Yeah. Yes. Um, I thought maybe they were gonna parody it by making it serious, like, uh, or or maybe even taking it and showing fans like, hey, listen, Teen Titans wasn't that serious. Lighten up, or what, like whatever, like, you know, another take that at the critics. But no, there's no purpose to this. We'll talk about the episodes, but just, yeah, this this has to be stated. Like you said, yeah, th- this is, a lot of the dialogue is so similar. There's this one block where the Titans go to visit Beast Boy at his job at the, the fast food restaurant. And Cyborg says a line, uh, something along the lines of, I'll get three number fours, two number threes, and one number two and a Diet Coke. And then Starfire says, like, what variation of meter they're using? And then Beast Boy says, it's a trade secret. And they recreate that entire thing. Yeah. And there's just um, no, no no purpose. It just seems lazy. That's the thing. Ultimately, um, you know, so going back to that video I did, the third Teen Titans Go rant, uh, I looked at some interviews, and in one, one they mentioned something about how they had, like, three days to write an episode or something. Like, the due date for the writing portion was three days, and they just kind of threw something together. That that has to have been what happened here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have quotes. I'm just going to read these quotes because these quotes never get old. Um, Horvath says, uh, yeah, that's fair to say. And then, uh, Jelenic, I don't know how to spell, say Jelenic, their names, but, yeah. uh, one thing we both despise, we both despise borrowing comedy. We see that all the time. People taking comedy from other shows, putting it in their show and passing it off as their own. Animation is the worst offender. <laughs> and, and then later our goal is to actually do something new and interesting. Occasionally we do steal subconsciously, mostly. Sure. Subconscious. <laughs> They literally stole this episode. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's the same franchise or whatever, but, like, they just stole it. And and along with the story, it's the jokes. It's not even like it's the same story with different jokes. Literally, like, the joke about um, – here, let's see. Uh, Muya, right? <laughs> Where Cyborg's in a robot cow and says Muya. That's that's stolen from the original episode. Uh, the fact that there's meat french fries, which is in that exchange that you mentioned – same joke from the original. Yeah. Uh, the manager guy getting Beast Boy's name wrong. Same joke as the original. The um, the big punchline at the end of the episode where Cyborg eats the tofu. 
the the tofu alien guy same exact punchline uh starfire has where they they discover inside the spaceship is the cows and starfire is like don't you disrespect the cow people from <laughs> zerblon 7 or whatever random <laughs> yeah. nonsense word she says that's that's the same joke as in the original and it's just if you watch these two episodes side by side as as i did and i assume you did too um it, it's just like I don't I don't even know what to say. I mean it's 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 baffling. It's it's lazy. It it's only lazy. It's not like when you re, when you remake something, okay, usually there's a reason, right? Like um maybe the core message stuck with you but you didn't like a certain element about it or like hey, it was made in the 50s and the the video quality on it is not good. You want to make something that kids today will want to watch cuz you know, everyone likes really clean looking video and stuff. Um you know, or maybe something was in a comic book and you wanted to adapt it to a to a cartoon or maybe something was in a, a kids show and you want to adapt it to an adult show like there's reasons to adapt things there's no reason to adapt an episode that was already like in HD by the way yeah. uh, even though it was made in like 2004 or 5 um that was in HD is 10 years old but not that old features the same voice cast the same lines and and like that's another thing is that you when you adapt usually um you know, sometimes it is a direct adaptation, but usually if it's a direct adaptation, it's not going from the same medium to the same medium. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, well, another thing, too, is when you when you want to remake something, shouldn't you have the mindset of wanting to improve upon or make something better than the original? Yeah. I feel like you, that wasn't there with this. The only thing you could say that improves on, and I mean, this is a super subjective point, is just that it's 11 minutes. Which, you know, hey, if you've got things to do, I guess, is an improvement. I The 22-minute version is better, I think. Uh, I not just because it was the first version, but also um, you lose a lot of the subtlety and kind of horror elements that the original had when you cut it cut it down. Because that's, that's ultimately the stuff that gets left out. Um, the, the original reminded me of, um, and I don't mean to sound like I'm trying to boast my film knowledge here, but uh, there's a 70s movie called Soylent Green. It's got Charles <laughs> Charleston Heston in it, and basically, uh, it's it's where he's this detective, and uh, this is like a dystopian future, and all humans are consuming this like plankton supplement called Soylent Green, and it's it's supposed to come from plankton in the ocean, but uh, through a bunch of clues and throughout the movie, they slowly reveal that uh, the Soylent Green that people are eating is actually human remains. And it's yep. like this big reveal at the end. And I felt like they were definitely trying to pay homage to that a little bit with the original episode. Yeah, I could see it. A lot of a lot of cartoons like The Simpsons have, have done that with uh, Soylent Green. Yeah. Um Yeah. Alright, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about the let's talk about the original episode anyway. Um and then we could talk about the changes. But so okay. um yeah, like I said, there's there's a number of episodes in the original show that are really kind of goofy, and this is one of them. Although it's, I don't know, it's 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 weird in a lot of ways, but it's also not <laughs> quite as weird as like Bunny Raven or yeah. uh, Revolution. Well, they, uh, they, or... they do use the Japanese theme song, so right. But it's not an episode where a reality warper is is present because that yeah. that happens a lot in those type of episodes. But so. It's it's a coherent story. It's just it's it's very very weird. Um, but yeah, like it's it's still a, it's still got elements of action, elements of comedy, elements of 
um, that what Teen Titans was kind of originally going for, where it's got like like Beast Boy gets a job, like that's an average teenage thing where your first job, where you don't like it, and the boss is weird, and you got to serve meat even though you're a vegetarian. Um, there's that aspect to it. Um, I I I like the like the the goofiness of this episode. Like at the beginning, Cyborg is disguised as a robot cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starfire and Robin are disguised as an old farmer couple. Beast Boy is a pig in the mud, and Raven is a scarecrow. <laughs> so yeah, like the episode does not take itself seriously, but but it still does tell a coherent, competent story. Um, it doesn't use that silliness as an excuse to just be dumb, I guess. Um, yeah, like uh, other things is that like they get they have guest actors for the episode. Uh, you'll recognize Beast Boy's boss very quickly as. Uh, Tom Kane, Professor Utonium, uh, and then <laughs> the Tofu guy, Nufu, the source, is uh, Rob Paulson, Carl Weezer, among yeah. a lot of other cartoon characters. Um, and that kind of that, – that's something that stands out pretty nicely about the episode. And then, and then there's the horror elements where – so this is mostly seen with Beast Boy's boss, who is Bob, made out of the Tofu – and in the back, you see him making tofu out of parts of his body, like, melting it. Yeah. Um, he also just has this, like, vacant stare the whole time. And he never talks really to Beast Boy. He just kind of talks at him, uh, always calling him the wrong name, uh, which is funny. But it's also very creepy. Yeah, you kind of, like, because they, they don't show the... Because Bob's in the back where he, quote-unquote, uh, makes the the burgers and the meat, but they don't show it until later on in the episode. So it really does kind of leave it, you know, in your mind, like what's back there. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, the episode does, I think it does a good job at kind of disguising that the two plots are connected. Now, I, I think, you know, if you know, if you're paying attention, it should be kind of obvious that there's a connection there. And um, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's like a hundred percent well hidden or anything, but there's enough of a mislead there that like, I think on first watch you'll you'll get a little bit surprised, and I mean definitely just the the extent of the weirdness because it's like okay aliens are kidnapping cows like that's a, that's apparent from the beginning, but like just the whole plot about it being about tofu and that the meat is is the tofu guy and it's a part of his plan to just like take over the planet and then destroy the planet <laughs> and the, and the cows are just the power supply they're not the actual source of meat right right yeah that's that's a good mislead too. Um, and also just that, yeah, when, when Cyborg busts open the pod, it's just a cow in there. (laughs) Like, it's just like, what is going on? Um, and also the episode does a good job of distracting you with like Beast Boy's desire for this moped, which like, man, that pulls at my heartstrings because they never, like a lot of things on this show, they never explain where the Titans get the money for like any of their cool gadgets and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Robin gets to have just an endless supply of motorcycles that he like ditches mid mid-battle and i'm sure are destroyed and he has to buy a new one or make a new one or whatever where they get all the parts for this but inexplicably poor beast boy can't afford a moped um right because he can run fast <laughs> and then when he finally uh gets it and saves the day and everything it, it breaks yeah it's like man but hey you know it, it saving the day is its own reward i guess yeah but they make beast boy very yeah they make beast boy very sympathetic and like to the point where um, this is something that's not present in the reboots version, but in this one, he does go to several different jobs, and he tr- he tries his best. You know, it's not like he just turns to this meat job that he knows he's going to hate. He tries to go to jobs that he thinks he'll like, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he like he wants this moped so badly that he'll even go to something that he hates and that he 
like kind of morally stands against because yeah. he is half those animals. I guess not in this case, but um, you know, to do it, and that's that's very noble and sympathetic. And it's like you know, he's got a goal, and yeah, it's a selfish goal of wanting something, but he's willing to work hard for it, and and he's willing to put aside you know differences to try to to work for it. I think that's very noble. I just want to bring up there was um. So, like, there's different jobs that he tries out for, like, to be a video game tester, and he yep. ends up by trying to be a clown. But there's one in particular where he walks into someone's house, and he basically uh, pictures himself <laughs> as, like, a cleaning service. And as he's, like, removing his hat and placing down dirt and getting out the vacuum cleaner, one of the residents of the house has his mouth open, and he keeps, yeah. like, twitching his yes. face, and I was dying at that. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, and, and, yeah, not to mention the... He tries to make balloon animals, but he just ends up doing the horrifying squeaking noise. And yeah. and, and it lampshades the fact that, like, he can turn into the animals, which is a much better trick than, than yeah. making balloon animals. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, also, I don't know. This is unrelated to, like, everything. I mean, it's kind of part of the point that Robin can fly, but, but like, Robin has a cool glider only in this episode. It's cool. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really – it's just – it's cool. Um, I do want to say I, I loved the action in this episode. I mean, coming fresh off of Trouble uh, Trouble in Tokyo, like I feel like the animation in this episode, and this might be this might be uh, a bit of a stretch, but I feel like it was on par, if not maybe even better, with with yeah. the types of action animation that I saw in this versus Trouble in Tokyo, because there was all this variation in camera angles and perspective, and a lot of really cool wide shots and explosions. They fly through the city, yeah, and. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, that's uh, as someone who just watched the show. It's par for the course for Teen Titans. This is uh, this is nothing like compared to some of the cool action scenes that they pull off um, with their with the like two part finales and three part mm -hmm. finales. But like, yeah, no, um, it's good. It's solid, and obviously, I think it kind of goes without saying. But like, Teen Titans Go doesn't try to and definitely can't just because of the style of animation pull off as intricate or interesting fight scenes. Mm -hmm. they, just, they can't. Um, yeah. But I was also surprised at the lack of comedy in, in the in the Go episode because, like, usually they focus almost <laughs> entirely on comedy. But, like, there was actually some moments where it, it was, like, just plot and no comedy whatsoever. Well, that's the thing. Like, the, so the, um, the original Employee of the Month is the funnier episode because, okay, I mean, and this is tough to say because obviously I saw that before I saw the Redux. I, I saw it as a kid. I saw it recently. Um, and then I saw the Redux. But, like... Just so so obviously we can't I can't say for certain because I didn't get to watch Redux first so I don't know which one is funnier just like out of context because once I knew the jokes from one it does take out a lot of the wind from the other which is a problem when you're just adapting it straight it's its own problem in the first place but mm -hmm. but objectively I I think it it's the the original is funnier because it takes itself more seriously at times you don't expect Cyborg to say Muya <laughs> you, you know like yeah. um Starfire's like. Right after they, you know, it's a it's an action scene, serious, and and the pod they open up the pod and then they see a cow, right? Which is funny in and of itself that there's just a cow sitting in there by itself, and then Starfire's line about how it's the the alien, cow alien people. That's funny because it's a moment of just kind of like intrigue and questioning of what's going on in the story, mm -hmm. and then they they juxtapose it with just a goofy joke about cow aliens. Exactly. Um, whereas with Teen Titans Go, this is the type of humor that happens ad nauseum on the show. There's nothing to juxtapose it against. You come to expect it. Yeah. Um, and in that way, because it's because part of the Redux is is following the story, so it isn't... 
I don't want to say it's not as funny as your average Teen Titans Go episode because I bet you, I bet you, I'd still think it's funnier than your average Teen Titans Go episode. But it has less jokes than your average Teen Titans Go episode. So I would imagine to an audience that hadn't seen the original, that had just been familiar with Teen Titans Go, this episode would probably seem pretty boring. Yeah, because it's it's not the usual comedy, or you know, or or I, not even not necessarily boring, but just off-putting and just how different it is. I mean, it's like, I, I could say it's nice to see the Titans acting like their old selves, but that's just, it doesn't even, it doesn't feel like a Teen Titans Go episode because it's not. It's not a Teen Titans exactly. Go episode. It's just this bizarre mash. It's its the original episode cut down with new animation. That's what it is. Worse animation. E- even <laughs> though, like, Starfire is Starfire, Robin is Robin, like, the Teen Titans Go characters are different from the teen titans uh, characters so yeah. when so when the teen titans go characters are reciting lines in similar ways to the original it just it feels out of place yeah when seeing robin that dedicated to the i mean i, I that is part of robin shtick but just how dedicated all the titans are to doing a mission that's weird yeah, like because usually they, they slack off yeah um and, and like okay yeah going into that like character differ- differences for some reason, I don't understand this. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's a reference. To, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's them trying to be cool, maybe. Beast Boy pluralizes everything. I don't know why. I don't get it. He's <laughs> he's like, um, you know, Beast Boys wants his him some mopeds. Like I didn't even he talks like it. that. I I don't know how I I couldn't stop noticing it. It's it made him sound like an idiot to me. Like yeah. I honestly, and it's not even that. The inflection in his voice is different. It it, it it's like he's screeching every one of his it's lines. Squeaky. Yeah, he sounds more like his voice is strained. And I mean, great, it's ten years of difference between a voice actor. His voice might just be strained. Um, yeah. but but another quirk is Starfire putting V in front of everything. She did this a decent amount in the original show. In fact, you'd be hard pressed to find an episode where she doesn't do this. You know, um, you know, we are making uh, the breakfast, or you know, like she says stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is the is the is is the black fire friendly well she wouldn't say that but um no she does that a decent amount but in in teen titans go she says it in like every line and it's not funny it's not quirky it's just like it's just annoying Mm -hmm. like it's just even when you have all like literally copying from the original show it still feels like an inferior version not just because it's a copy but because of the the minimal stylistic differences between the two are just awful uh, another another difference um, is so they cut out most of Beast Boy's manager's bits. There's no Beast Boy in the original has to go around town fighting a bunch of clones of his evil manager that are made of tofu, and he has to go with a squirt gun to destroy them. In this one, there's none of that. Yeah. Um, his manager is a different guy who is just kind of like this sweaty guy. <laughs> like, um, he looks like a guy who eats too much meat, I guess, and. He's only in the episode for, like, a few lines, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't have a clone army. He doesn't serve too much of a purpose. No. it's it's He's just there to – I mean, it could have been Beast Boy – it could have been a character off screen, honestly. Like, yeah. just that offers Beast Boy a job. That's, he was that's more of a red herring in the original. Yes, that's the other thing, too. I, I agree. Um, but, yeah, because of that, uh, like, it's, he's not as interesting in the in the Redux. He's just a sweaty guy. He's yeah. not. Cre- he's kind of. He's a little creepy, but not in like a horror creepy. Just kind of like a. Oh, I think I worked for a guy like that once. Um, like why is he so sweaty all the time? I don't, Hashtag I don't like freedom this. for Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, so that's a change that's one of the more prominent changes, and it's not for the better. One change I will say that I, I actually do kind of like, but it's such a nitpick. I'm, I fully admit it is such a nitpick. But in the original episode, the the tofu source Nufu leader guy mm-hmm. is in, like, a glass jar the entire time. So you yeah. kind of, like, wonder, how did he get this entire facility set up with an on and off switch if he's just sitting here in, like, a bucket? And he's hooked up to all these cables and everything. And I know that that's, like, it's just a cartoon. Well, like, he made a tofu bob who did everything. Oh, well, yeah, a that's true. Bob. Well, because I, I was just going to say, in the Teen Titans Go episode, he, he's still in a, jas- a, a glass jar and everything, but he has, like, a crown, and he has his own, like, robotic body. And I thought that that was a cool change. That is. It's a very small change, but I will I will give the reboot that. Yeah, again, I know it's such a nitpick, but <laughs> that just, I was like, oh, okay, there we go. Got to give him something, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah okay so one big one uh i mean it's not really that big i guess well it is the moped breaks in the original version and in the Mm -hmm. reboot uh it doesn't because i don't know beast boy like all the titans are get rewarded for being their immature babyish selves but i i do think that it is um i don't know it's kind of like telling of beast boy as a hero just that like you know he was willing to break or have his moped break in the process of saving the day. This whole the whole point of why he went to do all this stuff. It, it's like a Shaggy Dog story, basically. It's a it's a punchline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not there in the original. The moped's fine. Uh, in, instead, so the one of the bigger jokes in both episodes is Cyborg ends up accidentally or unwittingly eating the source. He eats the which is it's it's a cheat anyway because yeah. like he he hates tofu. In, in in the in in both series he hates it i mean it's it's just a joke that he's hungry got back from fighting crime and lol the the source that's how they get rid of him um it's funny in the original even if it doesn't make that much sense just because of how like oh okay they're ending the episode with the hero just eating one of the villains okay um and it's it's like set up where um uh beast boy is explaining what happened to the other titans it's like a just kind of like a recap ending scene, so you don't necessarily expect that punchline. Granted, when when he's put in the fridge, you think maybe something's going to happen. Beast Boy teases eating him earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still kind of a shocking, like, swerve for the episode. Uh, good joke, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that in, in the Go episode, they didn't go for, like, um... A darker some... joke? Yeah, so, like, so like Cyborg... Well, hang on, hang on, like... hang on. Let me, let me get to... Hang on. So... Yeah, the, the same joke is used in Go, but because Go is Go, Cyborg eating the villain is not a surprise or a joke or a, a twist. I mean, it's a joke, I guess. But it's like in a show where the characters once died of old age, it's like not nothing like that is surprising. It just completely deflates it because of how the characters are. Anyway, say what you're going to say. Uh, I feel like it, it was such a missed opportunity in Go. Just, you know, I'm not like a comedy writer or anything, but like... When Cyborg's eating the source at the end, like, could you imagine the source, like, in Cyborg's mouth going, like, oh, God, God, no, Some, somebody help me. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like, like that. they could have exaggerated it because that's what Teen Titans Go does. Yeah. But, but, like, they didn't even get that right. It's like this this doesn't have, like, the slim things that Teen Titans Go has going for it, or at least the things that make Teen Titans Go unique, aren't even present in this episode. Exactly. If you wanted to watch the original, you could watch the original. If you wanted to watch a Teen Titans Go episode, this ain't it either. It's it's the most bizarre thing. And I, like, just if they had done the whole episode straight and at the end there was one joke about, like, how 
how similar this is to the original show or just the control freak pops up and makes a joke. Yeah. I wouldn't say it'd be worth it, but at least it'd be something. But the, the literally it's an offhanded line from Starfire. Like Cyborg says like, wow, this was a really unusual day. And she's like, it's strangely familiar. That's the joke. That That's it. That's the yeah. only reference to it being based on an original, like other than the fact that it's called Redux in the title. Um, like, again, I would imagine if I was a kid and I didn't see the original Teen Titans, I was just watching this, I didn't pay attention to the internet, I would be like, what is this? Like, why are the Titans acting like this? Why, like, when did the show become an action show? Like, what, what is going on? Yeah. Uh, this is a random note. Uh, doesn't Beast Boy's, like, moped song in the original sound a little bit like the intro to Don't Fear the Reaper? I also didn't notice that. Man! <laughs> Did you watch this episode? <laughs> I watched it. I just don't pick up on little things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you don't review cartoons or anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was the last episode of the podcast. Monsters Review hates me now. So, no. Um, Picks, picks up hat, walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, uh, it'll just be like me and Alpha J or someone. Yeah. Um, uh, it'll, we'll reboot it. Every week will be a reboot with a new <laughs> other co-host. <laughs> uh all right um so yeah every week we're also gonna give a verdict as to whether the original or the reboot is better um do i guess it's just on the count of three (laughs) the original is better three it sucks the original the original is better It, it, it it i i will i will give the remake the credit of saying that if if this wasn't a remake episode, like, they didn't horribly botch the story, I guess. They competently tell the story and they competently condense the story into 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. That That's what I will say about it. It, it does not botch it. It's, it's crime is just that it is an adaptation of something without any original flourish of its own while stealing literally beat for beat everything from it, aside from the animation, I guess. Yeah. It it just kind of makes me almost wonder why they didn't just <laughs> why did they bother? Why would how much money that goes into animation? How many people that dream of becoming an animator would would kill for the chance to get 11 minutes of a professionally animated show that got to air on Cartoon Network. And yet this happened. I wonder who got writing credits on this episode for the, for the remake. Uh, yeah, Imagine right? if they only credited new writer, new writers. Oh, I can guarantee you that's what happened. I'm going to look it up right uh, now. But, no, probably, right? Like, I would not want that to be on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> like a DVD featurette. Where'd you come up with the idea for the episode? Oh, so, yeah, I was watching the original Teen Titans, and I really dug this idea. So I pitched it to my boss, and he said, yeah, let's just do it over again. So we did. <laughs> let's see. Full uh full credits directed by yeah it's the people from the reboot there's no mention i don't know maybe they got a special credit or something that i'm not seeing here i mean i wouldn't want a credit but also i would all i would feel like i mean they literally took lines like it's not it's not a like they didn't rephrase that you know uh, hey listen um you know if if this if this if employee of the month was your essay and Employee of the Month Redux was, like, my version of your essay. The teacher would say that it's plagiarism. Somebody needs to make that meme where yeah. it's, where it's um, 
copy, you can my, copy home- my homework, yeah. just don't do it word for word. And it's employee of the month versus employee of the month redux. <laughs> it's it's almost word for word, but with yeah. Beast Boy pluralizing a few things and more <laughs> these from Starfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Um Yeah, so I don't know. Um I mean I w- <laughs> It's like I can't even say, like, hey, check out these episodes for yourself because, I mean, I recommend checking out the original episode, but, like, there's literally no point. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you don't believe us, check it out. But, like, you're, you'd are you waste your time to watch both of these episodes. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> no. Um, and the 22-minute version is not a waste of time compared to the 11-minute version. No, absolutely not. I mean, like I said, it, it you know, hey, it does condense it, and it's like if – you know, if you've only got eleven minutes and you really need to watch this, maybe maybe you're going on a podcast and you don't have time to watch the twenty-two minute version. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, brother. All right. So to close out our podcast each week, we are going to play a little trivia game um, about either the show that we just talked about, or maybe next week's show, or maybe the previous week's show. Not quite sure, but since this week is all we got, we're going to do it about this week. Yeah. So this is a game I played with you. Uh, the other night. Now, although we already played it, uh, we did it at like four in the morning, mm-hmm. and you got most of these answers wrong anyway. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play it again. The game here is I am going to I'm gonna read episode descriptions from Wikipedia for Teen Titans Go and from the Teen Titans Wiki because Wikipedia doesn't have descriptions on the main page. Uh, Teen Titans Wiki from for t- the original Teen Titans, and basically I'm gonna read these descriptions. And you're going to have to tell me which show it came from. Now, I'm not going to alter these descriptions in any way. It's just the way that these are described by fans of the shows. All right? I do want to point uh, out before mm-hmm. we start that Teen Titans is one of my top ten favorite series of all time. Or uh, a favorite cartoons of all time. I, I even put it in my video. I think it was number seven. But um, for the most part, I haven't watched it in a decade. So I am not very refreshed. And honestly, I, I feel like I might remember a little bit more Teen Titans Go than I will teen titans but we'll see how it turns out all right number one and and feel free to play along at home uh number one when a crystal prism stolen from dr light breaks in front of raven she is split into five versions of herself and the rest of the titans must find her copies trap them in the fragments of the prism and put her back together original teen titans go uh in the original dr light does have a prism that he uses to harness the northern lights and also there's the episode nevermore where beast boy and cyborg go inside raven's mind and she's split into multiple different colors and personalities okay um uh, after robin gets mad at his team he makes a deal with the evil puppet wizard now that's from the original right that's from go again yes wasn't there an evil puppet wizard in the original there was in the episode switched where uh it's the one where uh, Starfire and Raven uh, get switched and the other Titans are turned into puppets. Oh. I mean, you would think that I, – I, I, don't, I don't know about you. I don't know how well you paid attention, but I don't think Robin would ever get mad at his team to the point where he makes a deal with a villain. No, that you're right. seems a little out of character. Yeah. Um, that should have been maybe a, a good – all right. Robin's mask hides a terrible secret. Not just his secret identity, but what is it hiding? Hmm. That one's really vague. Yep. It is. I will okay. give you that. Hopefully this isn't a three for three in the wrong way, but I'm going to say the original again. <laughs> Teen Titans no Go! No way. Oh, my God. Uh, 
<laughs> you played this game the other night. I, not all of these are the same questions, but um, yeah, I mean, there's an episode called Masks, but that's the one where he dons Red, S, Red X's mask. Surprisingly, they never really make a big deal about how Robin always wears a mask, uh, except for in Trouble in Tokyo, where he wears cool shades. Yeah. All right. Um, the High Five are sick of the Titans always beating them, so they decide to take a day off and stay as far from the Teen Titans as possible, if they can. Does that go? Yes. Finally! Okay. Yeah, finally. Man, finally. Fourth um, time is the charm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is an episode from the High Five's perspective in in the original show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually, they are far away from the Teen Titans, but uh, Kid the Flash. The giveaway for me was the vacation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kid Flash gets to them there. All right. Let's see. Uh, during a chase with the villain Johnny Rancid on the R-Cycle, Robin breaks his arm. The R-Cycle is wrecked and Rancid gets away. Robin is blaming himself for Johnny Rancid's escape when suddenly an interdimensional version of himself called Nos Yarg bursts from his skull. When Larry, the name the Titans decide to call him, breaks his middle fing- uh, magic finger, reality becomes distorted. Now that's the original. I remember that one. Yes, that is. Uh, very Play on Dick Grayson. Yes. Okay. After using a repellent to temporary, temporarily prevent the Powerpuff Girls from moving, Mojo Jojo uses a teleportation device to teleport himself into Jump City in the Titans Tower. Then the girls follow him to the same place where he appeared, only to run into Robin, Starfire, and Raven. Then, after the girls compete with the three of the tit- compete with the three of the Titans to see who's better, Mojo Jojo traps Cyborg and Beast Boy in his new lair. The girls defeat him with help, quote unquote, from Robin, Starfire, and Raven. Hmm. I I think I may have reviewed this in the past. I had um, to give you an easy one because you were botching this pretty The original. Bad. No, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. God. No, that's definitely the reboot. All right. Um, when Beast Boy finds out that Starfire never celebrated her birthday on Earth, he decides to share his with her, but eventually realizes it's not such a good idea after all when she starts acting like a brat. Or is it? Does that go? That is go. Very good. Okay. All right. Picking up steam. Beast Boy wants to play a video game and tries to do so on the computers in Titan's Tower with little success. He therefore unwittingly attempts to use Cyborg's system recharger and downloads a virus onto it. When Cyborg later tries to use it, the virus infects him and causes him to run haywire all over the city, eating everything in sight. The Titans have no choice but to seek help from Gizmo before Cyborg spreads the highly aggressive virus over the entire city. Okay, I remember you asking me this one, um, (laughs) but I do not remember the answer. Um... I mean, this is a tough one because one of Cyborg's main shticks in both is that he likes to eat a lot um, and be spoiled playing video games. So uh, I'm going to say the original. Would Beast Boy really be so stupid as to, to put a virus on Cyborg? Uh, you never know. <laughs> it, 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 you're, you are correct. It's, oh, I'm it's, correct. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the not so great episodes of the yeah. original, but it's there. Okay. It's the 4th of July, and everybody is celebrating, until Mad Mod crashes the party, transforms the city and its people into English facsimiles, and drains Robin's youth into onto himself. Without the, their leader, the other Titans fall into bickering until they rediscover the values of true democracy. Um, now, Mad Mod was in both. I just remember that detail. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess the original? Yes, you are correct there. Oh, I think I think you remember this question from yesterday because you got it wrong yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Aqualad appears at the tower to complain about the trash in his sea. But Brother Blood's new Hive Academy. 
Blood is intending to use a new weapon based on Cyborg's blueprints. Trying to impede this, Cyborg falls in with Bumblebee, another student from Hive Academy. Okay, I know that this is Goad because I remember the uh, the cameo from the Young Justice people. Oh my god, no! No, this Wait, is not what? that episode! It's not? No! Oh no, this is the original called Wavelength. It's a part of the, the season 3 storyline with Oh my Brother god, Blood. I don't remember that. Oh Dude. my god. I Dude. was like, I was locked on. Like, I was like, that's definitely from the... Oh, oh my god, no. <laughs> All right. I'm so embarrassed. All right, we got one more. Okay. This is going to be the last one for all the marbles. Okay. All right. Super nice Robin the Boy Wonder moves to Jump City and is overwhelmed by its villains, so he decides to build a hero team. Some of the candidates bring out his worst qualities, and Kid Flash boots him off of his own team. Robin then enlists the washouts to retake the tower, fully embracing his anger and pettiness. Now, this is tough, because don't they do this one both times? I don't know, man. Uh, well, which one? <laughs> what? I, in my head, I'm, isn't this Divide and Conquer? Is that your final answer? Well, what's the other answer? Divide and Conquer dubbed? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, first of all, um, you're wrong. Uh, oh, it's, you're okay, wrong it's on, not? on both accounts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's from Teen Titans Go. Uh, you're thinking of the episode Go, ironically, oh, uh, okay. which is the origin story. Divide and Conquer is the first episode, but it's not the origin story. It's the one where Beast Boy and and or Cyborg and Robin fight. Uh, you're oh, thinking of yeah. the episode Go, in which the team is formed uh, to to fight against Starfire. I I would listen. I'm not no, not throwing shade, but you would think that if it's described as super nice Robin the Boy Wonder. Uh, and then also, uh, Robin then enlists the washouts to retake the tower, <laughs> fully embracing his anger and pettiness. Now, granted, you don't have these words in front of you, but just the way right. it's described sounds like Teen Titans Go. Right. Well, I mean, but also the thing is, like, I don't know if these are official descriptions, and I mean, Robin did have a lot of angst in the original, so. <laughs> Fair I enough. Mean, yeah, what you, would I, how'd I do, like, 5 out of 10? I don't know. Uh, you got to tell us in, in editing. Uh, I don't think it was very good, though. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh man i probably did just as good as teen titans go did in pleasing fans of the original <laughs> <laughs> oh brother all right um so yeah that's our podcast that's the first episode i, I hope you guys enjoyed it uh i think we, we had a lot well. of fun yeah, yeah. we well don't hey don't speak for me oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we did have a lot of fun though um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, um, so next week we will have Shadow Streak on and we'll be talking about the two uh, Purple Powerpuff Girls episodes. So definitely watch it for yourself. Watch those episodes for yourself. Comment down in the description here. Down in the description. Comment down in the comments if you have anything interesting to say about those episodes. If you have any questions for us that you want us to answer next week. Uh, if you have any news that you, you want us to take a look at. And, uh, and yeah, we'll be back next week on Sunday. Catch you guys later. All right. Bye, guy rules. Out.